What's going on, y'all? My name is Brian Sanchez, and welcome to Living the Magic. I haven't done a video in a while because I've been away uh, rehearsing, opening, performing in a play uh, musical here in town, uh, and I've been behind on a lot of the news and things that have been happening in the parks. A lot of closure announcements, uh, things getting brought back. And I want to get caught up on some of those in uh, a few videos this week. So you're going to see a couple of videos come out. Uh, pretty rapid fire here over the next week. Uh, but today we're going to talk about the first one, and that is the Galactic Star Cruiser uh, being announced that it is closing come September 28th. Uh, the Halcyon, the Star Wars hotel, as it were, and has become known online, uh, will be having its final voyage. I think there's a caveat to that, but I'll get to that in a little while. Um, a few months ago, I made a video talking about how I, like my thoughts and uh, suggestions on how Disney could save the Galactic Star Cruiser, uh, improve it, make it better, and I stand by a lot of those, but it, it's, when the news came, it was very shocking that they weren't announcing a change in the style of the Star Cruiser or adjustments being made to the story or the experience or anything like that. They were just flat out closing it. And looking into some of the articles that have, you know, come out since this was, you know, kind of announced a while ago uh, at the beginning of May, uh, the overwhelming consensus is that by closing it, they're able to maybe do some kind of like tax write off on the fiscal year and report losses and stuff and recoup some of the money that was invested into this, which. Uh, you know, there's been reports floating around out there that Disney spent around 340 something million dollars uh, building this hotel that has about 100 rooms uh, and, you know, doesn't really accommodate a ton of people. So they were really hoping that the high price point would make up for the uh, lack of volume uh, that they were able to get out of this thing. And it, I guess it, it just proved to be a business model that just was not sustainable, uh, especially when you had for the past, you know, six or seven months, the word around town was that they were really, really struggling to fill up bookings. And there were bookings that were just flat out being canceled because there just wasn't enough people on them. And so folks were getting refunded their money, uh, trips being rescheduled to kind of lump more people together, uh, and, you know, I, I, I get it. When you invest a lot of money and time and effort into something and you're not getting the return you wanted out of it, um, yeah, obviously, like, you know, things have to change, and if it's not sustainable, Disney's not gonna, you know, continue to lose money on a project like this, uh, but I'm actually very, very shocked that they just flat out went to closing it, and I think the consensus of it being that like by closing it they're able to write it off and recoup some of the money plays into what I think the future of this building is going to be because I honestly do not think this is the last we will see of this type of experience I think the folks that went on this experience came back reporting that they had a very very good time and it was a very well done thing uh I know some folks have taken some, uh, you know, umbrage in the fact that, you know, like the 
the rooms are not necessarily luxurious. Uh, they were built to fit a story and kind of be a little bit of a bare bones situation because you're supposed to be on a cruise ship. Uh, but I do think that the majority of folks that went on vacations and got to experience this had a very, very positive experience coming off of it. I will say from the jump, it was it was, it was was a sticker shock thing. I know a lot of people say that the experience is great, but not necessarily for the money. Again, you know, on average, I think you're looking at around for a, you know, a family of four to do this. You're looking at something around $5,000 for what is essentially a three-day experience that has about half a day in a theme park and the rest of it, you're walking around the halls of a building themed like a spaceship. Interacting with characters and actors and, you know, like weaving in and out of a storyline and there's tons and tons of interactive elements, but that is a very, very high price point for an experience that doesn't seem to have a whole lot of repeatability uh, and is already priced out of majority of the people coming to your theme parks on these vacations that are already paying exorbitant amount of money to bring their families on this thing. Uh, I think... Disney was hoping that this would be something that would get added on to a Disney vacation, uh, a family that's already coming down. Maybe they're going to spend a couple days in the theme parks and then do a couple of days at the Galactic Star Cruiser. But I just ultimately the price point, I think, is just too high for most folks. Uh, I know a lot of folks that would love to get to do this, but just cannot justify the investment or just don't have the means to be able to afford it. Uh, already stretching their budgets just to do, you know, a couple of days or even a day in a theme park, uh, you know, for a lot of folks is a little bit out of reach. So um, the suggestions that I made, you know, in in that last video that I mentioned, there was a lot of things I said mainly were like the story elements themselves. Um, setting this during the sequel trilogy with the characters like Kylo Ren and Rey and and that I think, I don't necessarily think alienates a lot of fans, but it's not anything extra that's going to draw the the classic Star Wars fan that maybe isn't as big a fan as of the recent films. Uh, you're definitely not going to give them any extra incentive uh, when you're telling me that the people that are coming on are the First Order and not the Empire uh, and the Rebellion. I think that's an an aspect of it. Ultimately, I, I think it's price and I think it's the time commitment, a lot of it too, that is keeping people from experiencing this. So what becomes of this building? Uh, there's a lot of rumors that say that they're going to either just like let it sit for a long time uh, and not do anything. Uh, some people suggested maybe they end up using it for like call center, office space, stuff like that. Back of house logistic uh, things for Hollywood Studios. It is backstage at Hollywood Studios, essentially, and so you could, you know, see some of the cast member, uh, you know, services and things being moved into that area. Definitely possible. I really hope that they don't. I really hope that maybe, like, in a year, we see a revitalized version of this, uh, maybe pared down a little bit. I think it might work if instead of a three-day experience, it got pulled down to a one-day experience. Uh, 
being able to offer it at a lower price point with maybe the option of staying in the hotel, but allowing it to be open for general day guests to be able to come in and just spend a day in this interactive theme parks experience, essentially, uh, I think could open up the possibility of guests that are already traveling to Orlando have a seven-day vacation booked with park hopper tickets and stuff to spend the extra $115, $130, you know, whatever the, the price of a theme park ticket is now for Magic Kingdom, $150, $160. You could probably do that for a one-day pass onto the Galactic Star Cruiser. And then essentially the story elements are essentially the same. They're just paired back a little bit. Um, and uh, you get to choose your own adventure and, and, and get to spend an entire day to where the story begins in the morning and wraps up at the end of the evening. You know, I think that could be an option. Uh, you might be able to get more folks through the turnstiles, if you will, uh, if it's a cheaper price point, cheaper, not quality cheaper, but if it, if the price point of this is lower uh, and maybe you don't try to cram as much into that time. Uh, so maybe you have, you know, folks that are staying in the hotel get to, you know, at the end of the night after the final show where there's like a, you know, uh, a confrontation in the lobby between, you know, if you're going to stick with Kylo Ren and Ray, have that. And then folks that are staying on the ho- on the ship can go to their rooms. Those that were day guests get to take a shuttle back down to Earth uh, while the Halcyon is quote-unquote orbiting Earth. Uh, and uh, so you still have like the shuttle experience and the whole playing into that being part of the experience. I would personally pay money to do that. I think it's a much more reasonable, um, you know, thing. Heck, even if it's over that price of a single-day ticket, if it's upwards of like $250, one day one experience, you know, I'd be more likely to be able to do that on a trip that we have planned to Orlando to add that onto a vacation or plan a trip around maybe doing that. Maybe we stay off property. We do one day at the Galactic Star Cruiser and then pairing that with a trip to Universal or something, you know, like anything like that, that gives more people more options and accessibility to this. But I just think ultimately the price point and the time commitment the hassle of traveling all the way to Orlando just to do this, I think, excluded a lot of fans that would have really, really enjoyed it. So hopefully we have not seen the last of this kind of experience because I do think that Disney does need to be commended for trying this because this is something that I don't think anyone else in the world is was even trying to do. A fully immersive multi-day experience where you are the center of the story and it's entirely up to you what you want to do and what elements of the story you want to engage with and dig deeper into is incredibly ambitious. And I know that Disney likes to try to push the bar and, you know, always is trying to do more and I do think that they need to be commended for the attempt on this even if it did fall short of expectations monetarily, um, I think this is a fantastic first step into this. I do think 
there is some form of financial model that can work for this kind of things where you're hiring incredible actors um, to play these characters and immerse your guests in, you know, story and the experience, um, but that can also come in and become financially successful. I think there is a balance to be struck and just maybe they were, I don't want to say too ambitious because I do appreciate it, like I said, that, that they went for it, but maybe they were shooting for too much too quickly uh, and maybe a shorter version of this to start off with maybe would have been, um, you know, better to jump in, get our feet wet, and then maybe later on be able to expand it into other things. From the jump, when Disney announced the Star Cruiser, uh, I was incredibly excited. And as much as a Star Wars fan as I am, I was more excited for the potential of this kind of thing being implemented by Universal with a Harry Potter type experience. As 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 immersive and as incredible as, you know, like the world of Star Wars is, it's deep and there's rich, you know, like history and and all the the lore around that. Uh I immediately thought if this is successful, Universal will do a similar thing and let us go to Hogwarts, take classes, um, get sorted, you know, use an, a wand and, and and fight Dementors and all that kind of stuff. That's what I really want. I want more experiences like this with the kinds of stories and properties that we love. Could you imagine if there was a Jurassic Park version of this? Look back at Disney. Star Wars goes well. If there's a pared down version of this, Haunted Mansion is ripe for the picking for something like this, especially with uh, the new film coming out that looks like it's going to be like a detective ghost story kind of thing. Could you imagine being able to, you know, spend a night or at least just like an entire day in an immersive haunted mansion type experience where you're trying to uncover the secrets of the mansion? Pirates, again, same kind of thing. Searching for buried treasure, uh, on a Spanish galleon unlocking, you know, like, or, or in like some kind of like Spanish fort or something. And, uh, I mean, Frontierland, uh, you know, some kind of Western town where you get to, you know, engage in gunfights and saloons and, and horses and like, like that kind of, you know, like that, that, that level of entertainment and storytelling is really, really ambitious, but I really do feel like there is a way to do this. And so I hope that we don't just punt on this whole idea uh, and Disney just doubles down on building <laughs> hotels that look like every other hotel in the country, just like a clean, modern, unassuming type thing, uh, and they stop taking swings like this. I I have a hard time believing that they'll let it sit there and do nothing. I think in a year or two, you might see this come back as something slightly different, maybe still Star Wars themed, with a different model, maybe adjusted, uh, and hopefully at a much lower price point that allows the rest of us uh, to be able to experience this. So those are my thoughts on the closing of the Galactic Star Cruiser. Again, the last sailing sailing, uh, leaves on September 28th uh, through September 30th. Uh, As of right now, it's completely sold out. Uh, They are not accepting any bookings. Uh, I believe the date was as of May 26th. So again... This is not breaking news. This is probably news you've already gotten. 
uh, from other folks, but I just want to catch up on some stories. Uh, I think they said that there are people that are, you know, canceling here and there. So if you do really want to go, I would be constantly checking, um, calling your Disney travel agents or, you know, Disney, uh, you know, directly and just checking to see if there's any cancellations. Uh, I think there was a wait list of folks that they were contacting, but again, I don't know. That's, that's probably super full, but if you want to get on it, you know, definitely keep trying, you know, I wish I would have been able to go, uh, and experience this, but it's not going to be in the cards for us, unfortunately. So, well, that's going to do it for today's episode of living the magic. Thank you so much for listening. If you made it to the end of this, uh, podcast, make sure you listen, uh, or you like and review and, uh, you know, leave a comment down below, uh, type the word marmot, uh, M A R M I T. Isn't that marmot? Isn't that like an animal? Uh, if you uh, made it to the end of the video, uh, that's your secret hidden word. Uh, lets me know that you made it all the way to the end. Uh, but let me know your thoughts. Did you guys ever get to go on the Star Cruiser? Were you hoping to get to do it? Uh, and now you're not going to be able to. Let me know. Uh, and then also let me know what you think should replace it. If there's any other ideas that you think might have uh, helped save this or what they might be able to do with it in the future. Let me know in the comments if you're watching on YouTube, if you're listening on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, all that stuff, uh, you can leave a comment on this post on signalpointmedia.com or you can find me on Twitter. I am at your primo Brian. All right, I'm gonna get out of here. Thank you so much once again for listening. We'll see you all around. And as always, Kungaloosh! Kungaloosh!